Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last uh, 14 years. And in this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as we might throw in some sports stories or something going on in my personal life. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is the 10th, Saturday, getting this out just a little later than I normally do, just because of baseball and things like that that I've uh, told you about going on this summer. And uh, But I hope everybody had a great 4th of July. We did. We saw some fireworks, spent time with some family, just uh, took it easy. My wife has a new project for me. We are expanding our patio, so I have been working on that over the last week or so. And I've uh, been fortunate. We've had some really nice weather here in Texas. It is not. We have been just barely getting into the 90s, which is unusual for July. But I, I thought I'd, I'd have a quick jump on and have a quick podcast, just kind of update everybody on the on firearm sales and where we're at and how things are looking for the for the industry. So some numbers that come out, you know, each month. And I I don't think I got a chance to update everybody about May, but so May sales came in to be about 1.3 million guns in the month of May. That was a 22% decrease from April of this year and a 17% drop from May of 2020, but it is still a very, very strong number. The, you know, I, I know from experience that the summer, beginning May, June, July, even August, things slow down. People go on vacation. They're not really looking into buying guns. And, you know, things start picking up in the fall as, you know, hunting season, uh, picks up and, and people start planning for the holidays and gifts and, and things like that. And so while 1.3, while it was a drop, it was still outside of May 2020, the largest May gun sales that we've, we've ever seen. And the, the same goes for June. So June sales came in at 1.2 million, which, you know, it's a drop from May. And it, it was a significant drop from the June 2020, which was about 900,000, uh, Guns sold it last uh, June in 2020. I mean, that, that was an enormous month. There was over uh, 2 million guns sold in the month of June 2020. But it still represented a, a strong, strong June outside of, again, the 2020, the largest gun sales for the month of June. NSSF, the NSSF has estimated that in the second quarter, of 2021, there was one almost one 4.3 million guns, which puts it down significantly from 2020 from every other, but from every other year recorded. So here's the pattern that we're seeing that, you know, we are down definitely from 2020, but 2021 is proving to be a uh, big year outside of, you know, the second biggest year outside of what we, we experienced during the 2020. And, you know, if you look through and, you know, some other numbers, and these are through the May. We've sold about 9.2 million guns in May. Now, we are actually on pace as through May to uh, outpace 2020, about 8.7 million. But that was because January was a huge uh, month. And so, as we can already see in June, we're starting to taper off. And I think that once we get through you know, get past this, that things are definitely going to drop down to where 2021 is less than what we experienced in 2020. But, you know, the thing that encourages me, the one thing that encouraged me uh, through 2020, and I'm still seeing some of it here in 2021, are the first-time buyers. They are uh, out there buying guns. And, you know, last year, kind of just, you know, the one thing this uh, shows is that Democrat policies are 
some of the best gun sales that that we can ever see. So, you know, 2020 sales were up for a variety of reasons. We had COVID. And there was just an overall uneasiness. But then the uh, rampant riots and defunding of the police mantras that were going on made everybody nervous and realizing that, you know, We've got to, you've got to be able to protect yourself. And I, I saw this, this echoed many, many times. People coming in here, first time buyers and picking up guns because they were concerned about their personal safety and they need, wanted to do something about it because they didn't know when they might be the next McCloskeys with a, a, a riot of people showing up on their front yard. And that is not an exaggeration. So, you know, I think what people were experiencing in the Democrats turning a blind eye and not denouncing what was going on and actually encouraging the defund the police mantras definitely, you know, contributed to large gun sales. And then we had the election and, you know, it, it proves over and over again that when we have a Democratic president and they start in on their gun control rhetoric and they're going to take away our AR-15s, the assault weapons, you know, high capacity magazines, they are the best gun salesmen that we could ever have. So I've been doing this for 14 years. I got my FFL in 2007. And when Obama uh, was elected almost the day after the election, the number of requests that I got for uh, firearm transfers doubled and it continued on for about eight months. And people were experiencing the same thing that they've been experiencing over the last 18 months. If they got to a point where there, there was no inventory. And I think right now gun sales would probably still be a little stronger than they are today if the manufacturers were able to keep up. But, you know, they're, they're behind. They're doing the best that they can. You know, you're seeing this with ammo as well and that, that they're, they're doing all they can. But if they can ever, if they can ever get it back out to where it's, it's a balanced part, but you know, it's, it's tough for them. They don't really want to invest in the infrastructure, the, the plants and things like that to meet this demand because you, again, you don't, that's a significant investment. You don't want to invest and build a whole new factory and then have things drop off in two years and you've got to close that factory. So they're running multiple shifts. They're doing everything they can to get things out. But I think they're going to continue to right now, production and manufacturing are going to continue to lag behind demand for, for quite some time, at least until we can get Trump back into the office and people can take a sigh of relief and maybe back down a little bit. But, you know, that is yet to be seen. So, but again, you know, the, the encouraging thing is the, the new people coming into the, to the, to the sport, to the industry, because that will significantly help as we move forward with these having to defend our Second Amendment rights against the oligarchies and the, the fascists who want to come and take our guns, the communists that want to control us in the Democratic Party. It will, the more voices we have out there, the voting block gets bigger and it can definitely help us. I am, I'm encouraged by that. And I think we all should be, you know, I've recently gotten involved in the crypto industry, not involved, interested, I guess. I'm not not doing it as a business or anything, but I'm uh, investing a little bit in Bitcoin and things like that. And, you know, as I study that, you know, adoption, awareness is very key in that industry. More and more people are becoming aware of it, and that is helping uh, drive that industry forward. And while the firearms have been around for hundreds of years, and it's a, not a new industry as, as such as, as the digital currencies, digital assets are Again, getting more people involved, more people uh, aware of how important it is to protect their Second Amendment rights, be able to protect themselves, their families, will continue to be, benefit the, the, the industry. 
and our ability to protect our Second Amendment rights. So, you know, these numbers, they're encouraging. We keep them strong, you know, keep the, the manufacturers, you know, being profitable and, you know, gun stores staying in business and, you know, little FFLs like me being able to continue to do transfers. It's all a positive thing. And we continue to, the more guns we can get out there. And again, you know, the left is going to tell you more guns mean more, more violent crime. And again, that, that is not the true case. More violent criminals equals more violent crime. And we've got to deal with the criminals to deal with the crime. That's my, my stance. So appreciate y'all listening. You know, again, some very good news going on there. Continue about gun sales and where we are with the industry. And it's, it's all positive as long as we can t- continue to keep and protect our Second Amendment rights. And that we're, we're, we all have to get out there and have our voices heard. Again, action, action, action. We have to get out there and do what it takes to protect our Second Amendment rights. Contact our congressmen, your senators, the local Work with your local sheriffs, even because those people are on the front lines of protecting our Second Amendment rights. So appreciate you listening. You know, again, subscribe to this podcast, like it, follow me on social media. Now I'm in Getter. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And just appreciate you listening to me and have a great weekend.